0: Hi, my name is Drew, and I'm here to offer you nothing of value. Hi, you're listening to Nothing of Value, a podcast where our host Drew brings friends
1: on to talk about nothing of value. Take it away, Drew.
0: This is Nothing of Value Shorts. This is our second episode of Nothing of Value Shorts, where we bring back a guest we've had on previously, and we give them the opportunity to bring up a topic for discussion that was discussed on another episode of NOV. And I'm sticking with the original order, whether that's intentional or not, I don't know, but I have brought Wes back in to the Thunderdome. Wes, how's it going?
1: Good. Thanks for having me again. I was I was just trying to reme- uh, remember what order I was in, and yeah, I was number two. I'm number two.
0: You are number two. Um, there's Pat. a lot of jokes that could be made uh, with that, but Pat. I think we're we're just gonna let that go. Um, yeah, Pat was number one, and I think he still feels slighted about that because he didn't get. Uh, You know, Every other episode has been at least an hour and a half long, and I think he felt pressured to get it done in an hour because it was the first one. And since then, everyone has learned we don't care how long it takes. We'll just sit here and talk forever if we have to. Uh,
1: It seems like that's the case, yes.
0: And and like we were just discussing beforehand, um, the value of this podcast is not in the the content. The value is in having background noise for your workday at home that is what we provide here which is why it is exactly nothing of value
1: the value i get is i get to stay up late one night every couple months
0: (laughs) and talk about either south park or just complete randomness
1: (laughs) exactly yes
0: (laughs) and it's definitely something i look forward to um gee this is probably at least the fifth or sixth podcast we've recorded together i'm guessing at least six i think Uh, so yeah and we always have fun Mm -hmm. um so let's go ahead and get it started uh wes has a topic from a different show i have a topic from a different show and we're just going to talk this episode could be over in 15 minutes uh, we could go for, what, the last short was 38 minutes. We could set the new record for a short episode. A lot Maybe. of things could happen.
1: Maybe. Um, so should I jump in and, and tell you yeah. about my...
0: Yeah, what uh, What should we discuss?
1: <laughs> so I've listened to most of the Nothing of Value episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. I've listened to most of most of the episodes. So a lot of times I skip around or say... This section's boring. Let me skip ahead a little bit. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I've listened to a bunch. And um, I really enjoyed several. Uh, but uh, the one I'm going with is from the Kenton episode. Okay. Uh, and, you, and I've never even heard of him as one of your friends before. And you said, Wes, you really should listen to the Kenton episode. You would really yes. like him. He's got good stuff to say. You'd really like it, so Okay, let me check it out. And and you were exactly right. I really enjoyed that episode a lot. Um, and one of the topics from that episode was stand-up comedians.
0: Aha, and, and this this is the question I think I'm going to see a lot on the shorts because I there were a, there was a lot of feedback on that, but that's okay because I'm I'm ready for it.
1: So I also think you guys did a really good job talking about it. Um, we're all in the same general ballpark of age and thus era of comedy. Yeah. And so for, you know, none of us are comedy historians. No. Um, so we kind of just talk about our experiences. And I, I really agreed with so much of what you guys said, but I kind of just was like, well, just because I just really enjoy talking about comedy and stand-up comedians and the art of it and all this I said that's the one I'm going with. There's so many others I could have chose, but that's the one I wanted to talk with, uh, talk about. So uh, I okay. did take some notes. There's a couple like, oh, you forgot that guy. Maybe think about yeah. this guy. Do comments have, on ones you, comments on ones you did mention.
0: Did you take notes on who, or or anything? Let's let's start with this. How about you give me your review of what was said on the show? What what did you agree with? What did you disagree? Sure,
1: with? sure so uh kenton at one point mentioned Seinfeld is like the jordan and i think that's really good because um where he stands but i don't know if he's jordan i think he's more like the tim duncan mr fundamentals he he worked on the craft he was very very precise Uh about about that so i don't know if if tim duncan would be the best you know so i think
0: i I think you might have nailed it because when I think of Tim Duncan, I think of fundamentals, and I right. think of being boring as hell. Right. And, <laughs> and before I really got into Seinfeld and started watching, um, you know, episodes mm-hmm. as I was going to sleep, take it for what it's worth. But I, I mm-hmm. got to be more familiar with the show and the way things were set up. It gave me an appreciation for what he did, whereas before I didn't have that same appreciation. And I think you know, and I I do. I do know people that do think he's, you know, the show is boring or some of his stuff is just kind of boring. But that's because it came so long ago, too. You know, it was.
1: He was a kind of a generation before our before we came online.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a good
1: comparison. He 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 wasn't pretty. He I don't think he was the best. By any means, but he he very much like worked on his craft, and he would get it precise. Everything was like super perfect, exactly how he wanted it. Which there's there's something to be said for that style. Sure. And and he was very popular, but his show was really why he became who he became.
0: For yeah. sure. And, and I know Larry David always gets a lot of the credit for that as well. Right. As he should.
1: Yes. And I'm a huge Larry David fan. Now, I don't know much about his comedy. Um, and I don't think he should be on any Mount Rushmore's of comedy. <laughs> but uh, have you ever heard any stories about when he would do stand-up comedy? I don't think so. So the the most popular story is that he once, I think it only happened once, and he was known as a, a comedian's comedian, a stand-up mm-hmm. comics, you know, something they all loved him because he was a little he was outside the box he was he pushed the envelope he did things that other people didn't do and one of them was he one time he came out on the stage looked around at the crowd and just said "Mm, no I don't think so this isn't gonna work (laughs) and just left (laughs) wow and and uh, apparently that actually happened and um (laughs) Yeah, I'm like that's that's pretty classic, and I I love Larry David. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, and yeah, he's a a hero. You know, I I think he's the person we all sometimes secretly want to be. He does all those things that that we wish we could do. So
0: yeah, uh, that's interesting. <clears throat> I've not heard that story before. I I could absolutely see, you know, just based off of knowing what I know of his character and. Um that type of sense of humor where that would be something that would actually happen.
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> so and if not, it
0: makes for a good story.
1: It does, it does. So some of the other notes i I kind of jotted down after uh, listening uh, for the second time through your 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 stand-up comedy, uh, nothing mm-hmm. of value segment. Uh, you guys really deserve great credit because throughout the whole conversation, I kept saying. Oh, I can't believe they didn't mention so-and-so. And then sure enough, like a minute later, you'd bring up that person. So I was like, man, they didn't mention Chris Rock. Oh, then they mentioned Chris Rock. And yeah. well, you know what? I know they're not going to mention Bob Newhart. Oh, they mentioned Bob Newhart. Awesome. <laughs> so really, you guys did a great job. And, and kudos for that. Um, you know, Like I said, for not being historians necessarily, just people who like stand-up comedy, you guys did a great yeah. job. So and I, good job. I think,
0: that's, I think that's the hardest part of that conversation is getting back to the stuff that was around before we were around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we're aware of the people, we're maybe aware of some of the jokes, but it's not like they have comedy specials that were constantly running on Comedy Central all the time or putting right. out new things on Netflix. Right. Now, shortly after we had that conversation, I did or tried to do a little more research. I went back and watched a few George Carlin specials, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't make it all the way through because the only time I watch TV is right before I go to bed, yeah. which is a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> you get you know ten minutes into something, and that's uh, that's about as far as it goes. Um, but that's you know I think that was my biggest regret with that conversation was that I don't I don't have the historical depth with things that I want, but. I don't know, maybe that's just an awareness thing where, you know, I don't know if a lot of people have that type of regret. And and that's something I can easily remedy, too. You know, I just have to take the time to do it. Um, yeah. But I do know also since that conversation, because um, we, we came up, I felt, we came up a little short when we talked about female comedians. Mm-hmm. And I did have a couple recommendations to me since then, and I feel like uh, the name was Taylor Tomlinson. Do you know who that is? I think that was her name. I don't think I
1: know. I don't think I know her. No, because
0: um, I I did watch a couple Netflix specials shortly thereafter, um, and it was it was a lot of good stuff. And mm-hmm. now I feel bad that you know that was gosh we had that discussion in May, maybe June, and mm-hmm. you know so I, five six months ago. Um, And I obviously don't remember it super well, but there was, you know, there's there's a lot out there. And I think that's the beauty of stand up comedy is that there's so many different ways that someone can make you laugh. And if you don't like if you don't like the way one person presents it or does (laughs) it, you can go out and find something else that's better or something that, that suits your style or your desires better.
1: It is, it is absolutely subjective. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what, like, uh, Robin Williams, you guys mentioned Robin Williams. I yeah. hate Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> his, I hate his comedy. I, yeah. I actually like him as a dramatic actor quite quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I do not care for his comedy at all. And I realize I might be the only person on the planet that, Honest, does not like him as a comedian, yeah. or liked him as a comedian, uh, and I'm I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first listened to him doing stand up. You know, I had I was I was young, but I had the mm-hmm. the mental image of him in movies and things like that. And then when I heard him do stand up, I'm like, wow, what what is this? This is different. This isn't what I expected. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not well versed in a lot of his his stand up, but there were a lot of bits that i still kind of remember that i appreciate um and just to extend that a little further when i think of stand-up comedy um it's funny how some comedians have certain bits that stick in your head where maybe like the rest of their stand-up could be absolute trash and there's nothing memorable about it but one or two bits can stick with you and make you think, oh, yeah, it's not that bad, or just it reminds you of something. And the example I'll give here, and I apologize if I, I said this on the original discussion uh, Kevin James. Kevin James, very, very good, you know, yeah. sitcom type humor guy. He did a, a comedy special, and gosh, it was probably 20 years ago or so that I saw it.
1: It's probably but, the one that I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was it Sweat the Small Stuff, maybe? I think so. I think yes. is what it was called. But anyway, he does a bit about phone number pacing
1: <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs>
0: and how important it is to, you know, when you're leaving a phone number on a message or giving it over the phone, that you're doing it with proper spacing. And he gets really into it and he's going through how you should space it. And every time I'm repeating a phone number for someone. That is in my mind.
1: <laughs> yes. You, you very much associate things with each other. I mean, you, you get something in your mind. You have a, a strong sense of association, for sure. Yeah. As, as we talk about on some other things at different times. But yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I totally get that. He also has something about um, letting his significant other, when the, when the car door is locked, And, you know, she lifts the handle at the same time he clicks the unlock button and it it counteracts each other. I I do remember that bit. Yeah. So anytime that happens to me, I immediately flash back to to that bit. Yeah, I had that on a CD or or a burned CD from somewhere. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, back in the day. Um, And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can find that on Netflix or somewhere now. Maybe I'll turn that on tonight when I. When I lay down, um, yeah. Another comedian I know who we talked about a lot, but it's really good for little bits reminding you coming back later in life is Mitch Hedberg. Um, I recently fallen into the TikTok trap, and there's a TikTok account <laughs> on there that puts up like old bits of his. Oh wow! It, there's so much stuff on there that I've never seen or never heard, and really. I consider myself to be a Mitch Hedberg aficionado. I had every album, every album he ever put out, um, listened to them multiple, multiple times. Um, and there's new stuff and it's so awesome because I think he, he died in what, 2004? Like I was in high school.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time. And the
0: fact that there's still material out there that I've never heard, like that's, that's the most amazing thing to me. Um, I'll have to share some of those with you because I I think you'd get a kick out of them too.
1: Yeah. I thought maybe a two or three years ago, I kind of went searching on YouTube to see, Hey, is there any Mitch Hedberg stuff I haven't heard? Yeah. And I did catch a little bit of stuff and, and this and that, but uh, it sounds like maybe these are some even, even more obscure. Well, it's all obscure if it's from Mitch Hedberg, but. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so last question here to kind of tie that up, unless there's anything else you're wanting to say, what what is your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy? Uh,
1: so let me give a couple notes, and then okay. I did make, a, did make a Mount Rushmore, I guess, <clears throat> uh, kind of. So the other notes I took were that um, I, I kind of thought about people that maybe should have been mentioned that didn't get mentioned. So yeah. Don, Don Rickles was very he was the um insult comic yeah um i i think he probably passed away recently but i'm not sure it's possible he's still alive don rickles yeah is he still alive
0: i think he's one of those people that we feel like was recent but we'll be surprised when we see how long ago it was Uh, i'm googling right now i'm pretty i'm 90 percent sure he's dead and i'm pretty sure it was over five years ago
1: oh okay well, He always and... looked old. You know, he would be on Yeah. You're, you probably didn't watch a lot of Johnny Carson.
0: <laughs> um a little bit. I a little I bit. have enough I've... to to remember it. Um yeah. so he, he passed away April 6, 2017. Okay. So just you, you outside of that 5-year
1: range. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. He'd be on Carson all the time and I yeah. I remember him being on there and he was old then, you know. Oh yeah. Um another one uh Rodney Dangerfield kind of, again, and these guys kind of had their own stylings that were unique and groundbreaking and all that. Yeah. So Dangerfield, um, you know, we might know him more from Caddyshack and things like that. but uh, That's
0: always what I think of first when I think of Rodney Dangerfield. Right, and was, I've never seen Caddyshack, so.
1: <laughs> well, so they say about Caddyshack, so he's a stand-up comedian. They got him for that movie and he, he didn't really understand how movies worked at the time. He just kind of went and did his own crazy thing. And they're just like, "Um, I guess we'll just keep rolling.
0: (laughs) We'll just, we'll just put a movie around this somewhere. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He didn't, he didn't really understand what was going on, but they were all on Coke during that movie anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but he, apparently he was like a late bloomer. He was, like a salesman, like an aluminum siding salesman or something through adulthood. And then in his middle age, became a stand-up comedian. Interesting. So Yeah. And then, of course, as he got even older, became, got into the movies a little bit. So. Yeah. It's like I'm looking um, at
0: his page here and it's just a bunch of like really bad late 80s, early 90s movies.
1: Now, Back to School, that one's worth watching and Caddyshack, of course. Okay. Okay. Um, other, other ones that, uh, could have been mentioned. Red Fox was definitely a legendary one kind of right there. Kind of probably before prior it was before prior. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Jeff Foxworthy was such a big deal in, I don't know if it'd be the late (laughs) nineties or early two thousands, but he was huge. I'm sure you remember that.
0: Oh yeah. That was, uh, uh, a big deal. I mean, (laughs) you, you know, where I grew up rural, (laughs) United yeah, States yeah, yes, and yes. Uh, I I definitely the whole blue-collar comedy thing yeah. and that's what that's one of those things I'd like to go back and re-examine like I remember it growing up I remember my parents thinking it was hilarious mm-hmm. and I remember like I, the setups of the jokes and you might be a redneck and all that right, and it's like right. it's like yeah was that and what I what I guess what I want to examine is was that Popular outside of rural? Like, were, were people in the cities who maybe didn't um, have such rural ties as excited or as entertained by
1: that? Probably not as excited. So, I had a, I don't know what his stand up special was, but I listened to a Jeff Foxworthy stand up special and I was like, this guy's really good when he's not doing the canned. You might be a redneck if yes. you might be a redneck if i was like he actually is a pretty good comedian but then yeah. it caught on with that like shtick and
0: i yes. was like oh
1: he was actually pretty good and then he got on the blue count and, and so i think he usually would do like a, a a piece you know for 45 minutes and then he'd kind of close it with a couple of his you might be a redneck if
0: jokes yeah. And that's kinda of what I was thinking was that was kinda of like the sandwich, like he'd start off maybe with a couple and then mm-hmm. fade into his act and then wrap up with
1: with that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was a big deal. So uh one the one that and this he this is one that is on my um Mount Rushmore is Bill Cosby. And you guys mentioned him, I think only in the sense that Dave Chappelle talked about him in his own stand-up comedy special yeah but Bill Cosby uh I had a my parents had an old vinyl album and I listened to it a whole bunch and he was he was tremendous and uh yeah yeah and he was very much um I don't know if you so there's kind of like the storyteller you know Rodney Dangerfield just boom 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 and Don Rickles was the insult comic and um you know, Jerry Seinfeld was, did you, did you ever notice this? And he was very precise and, <laughs> and, those, um, Bill Cosby was probably a little bit more on the storyteller side. And that's, I think that's probably where I gravitate, uh, to those sorts. Um, yeah. but yeah. he was really good. And, but then of course, uh, I don't know if you heard, he had a little, little, little situation.
0: <laughs> I, I might've heard something about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so like so many of these, Famous people, comedians and people in any art and entertainment industry have so many, for lack of a better term, crazy things happen to them or they are crazy or they do things they shouldn't or I I don't, I don't even know what it is. You know, they get into drugs or they get into, you know, Andy, Andy, Andy Kaufman died of cancer. But um, Robin Williams had the you know depression and uh, Dave Chappelle's kind of just gone off the deep end and it's, yeah, it's it's really weird. I mean, that could be a whole discussion of famous people or artistic people or <laughs> the
0: mental health of comedians. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah there's
0: know. there's a lot to kind of, Sit back and look at there as you were going through that. I started thinking of Chris Farley, and oh, substance yeah, abuse exactly. issues. And oh, I know. That's, Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say that reminds me. Um, <laughs> well, I forgot to put in my notes. David Spade is an underrated stand-up comedian.
0: I will. He, I will absolutely agree with that. Because
1: um, you just kind of think, oh, he's just kind of like um, does a couple of like co co-star bits with farley and he's on snl and he comes on a couple sitcoms
0: he's the quirky weird guy
1: yeah but his stand-up was pretty darn strong
0: yeah from what i remember of it i I feel like i only saw one special but it was it was good i always remember Mm -hmm. um him doing a bit about mcdonald's and like ordering and like the pressure of ordering and i always remember that being pretty good
1: and i think that's a different special than than what i knew best um yeah, so so he was really good. I'm glad you guys mentioned Patton Oswalt because he's another one that I never would have thought of. But yeah. when I've heard him, I'm like, he is really good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I always enjoy his stand up, and that's that's one that I remember even probably back into like college, maybe even high school. Kenton always talking about Patton Oswalt's stand up. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so so, so I'll I'll wrap up with my my uh, oh a couple more honorable mentions okay aziz aziz ansari who i think okay. might have gotten into some some trouble uh, okay. john mulaney is one of my uh, that's the name favorites. i've been waiting
0: for you to say because i know he's, you're the one who told me about him
1: and i i i love his stand-up and apparently he's been getting into some trouble lately that's, i think yep. he's back into drug abuse and then some i don't know what he got into with his significant other and all that but oh no I don't know. I don't. I don't follow too much of the headlines, but one other one I want to give a an honorable mention to is Mike Burbiglia. He's uh, yeah. he's very funny. Very much a storyteller, and uh, seen him live, and he just he rarely disappoints. So,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he he definitely falls. He and Mulaney definitely fall into that storyteller mode. Yeah. But as they're telling the story, they always drop in little funny one-liners or tidbits or tiny little things along the way so it makes for a fun journey
0: yeah and just to add in there one of my favorite things about stand-up comedy is when a comedian can successfully execute a callback yeah to a moment earlier in the show like that for whatever reason is the funniest thing to me when they can do that especially when it's something that You know, maybe they talked about 15 minutes ago, and it seems like so long ago in terms of the comedy show that you forgot they even talked about it. And then to bring it back up and just tie it into what they're doing, like that's that's my favorite thing.
1: You you can't you don't want to see it coming, and if they're good, you don't see it coming. Exactly. All right. So with no uh, no more further ado, let me uh, give my Mount Rushmore. So I do have. So this is who I think the Mount Rushmore should be. It's not my own. I think okay. Carlin, Carlin should be on there. Yeah, I think a lot of comedians look up to him so much. Uh, I think he I put him on there. So I put Cosby on there, okay, because I think he had the storyteller kind of w- was very much one of those. Um, Red Fox um, is one I put on there. Okay. Um uh, he and um what's the other guy? Uh, shoot, I can't believe I forgot his name. He got arrested all the time. Lenny Bruce. Oh a yeah. A lot of people put Red Fox and Lenny Bruce in kind of that same uh genre of just kind of dirty and yeah. a lot of foul language and being on the forefront of that.
0: Kinda yeah, kinda the trailblazers for that that and, time in that time.
1: And my fourth one is uh Dane Cook. Really? No, I'm just
0: kidding. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I did not see that coming I, at all. I,
1: I really wish this I could see your face. Um,
0: <laughs> I I usually sit here sitting fairly close to the microphone. I you'll actually probably hear it on the podcast. I leaned back in my chair,
1: <laughs> like, "What?" No, Dane Cook is horrendous, and I I feel ashamed to have mentioned him in this conversation. <laughs> but I wanted to be funny because we were talking comedy. Yes, no, and it worked. My, my fourth is uh, Chris Rock I believe Chris Rock is ultimately one of the four best comedians of all time okay so my, my Mount Rushmore isn't necessarily the four best of all time but like the four most important kind of like the founding fathers but I know, just kind of weighing everything and I th- I truly think he's arguably the best comedian overall um, I just think he's he's very strong he's had many 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 outstanding specials that are Really, really good. So that's my think, four.
0: I think this is where I need to familiarize myself more with Chris Rock, um, because if if somebody would have told me that Chris Rock was regarded as a better comedian than Eddie Murphy, I would have I would have been surprised. Not that I think Eddie Murphy is great, just that mm-hmm. by hearing other people talk and uh, conversations I've had with other people before. I just always assumed that Eddie Murphy was the guy that everybody tells me Chris Rock is.
1: Right. And you guys talked about that pretty well. Like, you know, without Eddie Murphy, you don't have Chris Rock. Without Chris Rock, you don't have, what's that little guy? Um, shoot the little short guy, the
0: little short guy, Kevin Hart.
1: Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, and, um, he's very good too, but, I just think Chris Rock has the catalog. He has the longevity. His yeah. is the best. You know, I, I really think that's kind of a, the apex of a, of, a, of a genre. And he's he's just excellent. So, of course, this is all subjective. So, there you yeah. go.
0: And like I said at the beginning here, um, I think this is something other people will talk about because it is so subjective. It's, uh, you know, people are, we, we talked about, people are exposed to different things and... Different memories, and the word we use on the South Park podcast all the time the nostalgia mm-hmm, associated mm-hmm. with that. Um, so yeah, it's I can I can discuss stand up comedians all the time, and it just makes me sad that I don't have a wider understanding of the universe of stand up comedy than what I do. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, but hopefully, it, I've got some time turn on, and I can I can I, I've heard a few and found a few, uh. On Pandora, it's so like Pandora yes. for music, but they also, yep. you know, you put in a stand-up comedian, you are going to get a lot of other stand-up comedians, and that was a good way to kind of yeah. find find little tidbits. You don't have to hear the whole album, you don't have to sit down and watch a whole Netflix special. You can maybe just hear a three minute bit or a three minute. Right. It's you know, been thing. a long
0: time since I've done that, but I, that was something I used to do fairly often because it's good to get exposed to different right. people and different bits. So, yep. All right. Well, that was a good start here. Um, I still don't know which topic I'm going to give you. I'm going to read over my list one more time here.
1: Probably should decide soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of that time, um, Wes. I know this is something you have experience with, so let's go with this. Um, on the episode with Phil. Because, of course, I'm picking one of the episodes I know that you told me that you haven't listened to yet. Sorry, Phil. (laughs) We talk about conversations that you have just in your everyday life with strangers. And the examples I give, you know, you're at the store. um, You kind of have that awkward moment with somebody. And they just kind of have a, you know, you have a little bit of a back and forth there. Um, I think in the episode with Phil, (laughs) I feel like I I can't remember exactly how it went, but I was at a gas pump and someone like at the pump next to me just started talking to me about gas prices (laughs) and how cheap the gas was and all this kind of stuff. And I was totally Mm -hmm. caught back like, why are you talking to me? (laughs) Um, Yes. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I know you've got some experience with that because some things you do require you to kind of just go out and talk to people. Um, you're a very social person, but when, when you're out in public and you get met with a time to have a conversation with somebody like that, what, uh, how does that go for you?
1: So for me, uh, you, you say I'm a, so, a social person and uh, sometimes I have to be that way with my job. Sometimes I have to be on and be social and interact with people. And I'm fine doing that, uh, certainly. But generally, I'm not super social with strangers at all. <laughs> um, I, I do sometimes like, I, here's where I get in trouble. I will okay. think of a funny joke You know, if I am at the gas station or I'm at the grocery store or I am at the ball game and I think of a funny joke, I have to tell somebody. (laughs) And sometimes it has to be a stranger. And A, they rarely laugh. And B, they think, now I want to talk. I don't. I just had to get that one liner (laughs) out. And... And they're like, oh, now, now we're, we're friends, we're chummy. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> now if I'm stuck in a conversation.
0: Yeah, you're forced being around for a little bit.
1: And it's all my fault. It's all my fault. But I, I do not like to have conversations with strangers. Almost never. I very, very, very rarely ever want to have a conversation with a stranger. Um, yeah but I but I get stuck in them sometimes
0: yeah and I think uh, I think another thing we've talked about before I don't know whether or not it was on on pod uh, I remember you talking about and it's not really a stranger I guess if it's your neighbor your neighbor asking you about the sticker on the back of your car (laughs) and how that leads to some awkward conversations from time to time
1: yeah yeah and that's that's okay, because usually they, they want to get away after I tell them the explanation of the that's Street True. of South Park sticker. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, and then they regret talking to me. That's oh, how I... <laughs> that always happens.
0: Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, the other part of talking to strangers, like, you know, you're walking through the store, you give somebody the, the head nod or the little wave, or they let you, you know go when it's your turn the stop sign or something or wave you through and you just have that that weird moment of interacting with someone like do Mm -hmm. you have a do you have a go-to move like if somebody says uh how's it going like what's what's your go-to answer do you say something like that
1: uh i usually keep it really short um how are you how are you how's it going i usually say good just one syllable good real fast yeah. And I think it, I think I got that from a uh sports talk radio show. Like callers would call in and hey, how you doing today? And they just they were trying to move things along, so they'd say, Good. Uh, <laughs> so that's actually what I do verbally. If it's like a time I can do a head nod, I do a I do a pretty good head nod. Sometimes yeah. I even put a little little hand gesture in there with the head nod. Very yeah. uh you know, formal, like a I don't have any hat to tip typically, but almost like a little hat tip with my nod. Yeah. So yeah, I try to keep it short and move it along so I don't get get into one of those conversations I often accidentally get into.
0: (laughs) I've noticed uh, a a lot of times that my response to somebody, especially if it's a nonverbal communication is like... (laughs) how ex- i will show how excited or how appreciative i am with my response like you know guy uh guy let me go at a stop sign earlier today when it was supposed to be his turn and i wave back like a freaking dork like super <laughs> excited and i'm like oh well he gets the point i'll uh, just let him know i appreciate it i guess um so what talking about that you know when somebody says hey how's it going For whatever reason, my go-to is not bad. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's not bad. (laughs) See, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. it uh, it gets the message across, but at the same time, it's like it just sounds too negative.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's why I usually go with good, fine, (laughs) good, usually good, and and also like you're probably talking about like maybe in your line of work, you pass someone in a hallway, something like that. And that's so I don't want to also don't want to sound like I don't care about other people. And I am always willing to have a conversation with that coworker if they're like, hey, I'm having a situation and you got a minute to talk. Absolutely. But (laughs) if it is the walking past in the hall, I am genuinely happy to see them when I do say, hi, how are you? And they say, fine, how are you? I say, good. I I'm generally hap- happy to see that coworker and hope they're having a good day, but, um, I'm ready to move along unless <laughs> we're going to have the conversation, but they're not yeah. strangers. So that's a little different than I think what you're talking about, but
0: yeah, but same kind of thing. And actually you touched a little bit on a topic I'm going to bring out in another NOV. I've already got it on a list for a guest. I'm not going to quite say what it was. um, but in fam- more familiar settings, not necessarily with strangers. Um, do, you, do you have those people that you purposely try to avoid? Cause you know, if you get stuck talking to them, it's going to be way longer than it needs to be.
1: There's a, there's a few. Yes. Not a lot, <laughs> but a few because yeah. most people get the cues. And like I said, when I, when I pass someone in a hallway, I give them a big smile. And I'm, I'm a truly happy. I'm a, a smile at people person. Yeah. And I truly want to like give off that positivity to them. Like, hey, how are you? Great. I'm glad you have a great week. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Have a good afternoon. That kind of thing. I, I truly have that positivity in those interactions. Yep. But uh, yeah, there's a couple that, you know, that's not going to work for. Right. Uh, I can't do a drive by positivity check with them. <laughs> They're ready to to spill their guts or just bring down, you know, be a Debbie downer and bring the yes. whole scene down or, or maybe they just are chit chatters or want to talk about the weather for an hour. I don't know. Or nothing of value. These people are have <laughs> nothing of value.
0: And that's why they don't get invited on my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to wrap up, wrap up that discussion. Um, We've successfully made it to about 40 minutes, Shoot. which is longer than the first short. Um, but that's that's the fun of this is you get going on something and you can go for a while. Um, Wes, I want to thank you for coming back and doing yet another podcast.
1: Um, Anytime.
0: We will be working on our next venture here soon, hopefully um i'm not sure which show exactly but you know it's it's podcast recording season it's cold there's not a lot to do outside (laughs) um i have a little extra time off work because it's cold so let's uh let's do it again sometime
1: anytime i'll i'll be here
0: all right uh so thanks again wes and this was nov shorts episode two I never remember how I sign off this podcast, so I don't. I don't, I don't remember what my cool thing I say is. Um. So, see you later.
1: Bye. <laughs> that's great. That's that's fitting for nothing of value. All right. <laughs>